Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hello and welcome to the dork forest It's me, Jackie Cation You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com If you like a determiner You can donate to the show using PayPal or Venmo. You go to the websites, you find out where I'm doing stand-up comedy. Rangers of the Dork Forest, I love you dearly, and thank you so much. Feel free to go to Apple, rate and review the show. Five stars would be great. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and wrote that song that you just heard, and he will be singing at the end, the Mexican hat dance. Uh, Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and video, and we thank all the stars for that. Let's get into the show. I'm Jackie Cation, and I'm in my garage, and I am with, and I forgot to ask how you pronounce your name, Amy Holzauer? Yes, that's correct. It's a phantom tea. Oh, look at me. Ah, that is Holzauer. Yeah, it is a phantom tea. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I used to be, I did some telemarketing, did a little sales, (laughs) shockingly enough. And uh, so I can do, I can do a thing. Amy Holzauer, welcome to the program. Long time listener, first time being on the show, yes. correct? Yes, I'm very excited. Um, I have been super excited to be on. Um, big fan. Um, my husband introduced me to the Dork Forest years and years ago, and I've just We've been, been rocking it ever since. So laughing. There we year. go. That's it. And super fun to talk to people about what they enjoy. You enjoy something I also enjoy. I remember enjoying it anyway. Uh, we're going to, uh, Amy Holtzauer, uh, Holtz by the way, uh, doesn't have any handles she needs you to follow, doesn't have anything to plug. Uh, she would like you to vote. And uh, yeah, get out there. Yeah. Knock yourselves out. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing to Why plug. Not? So this is a freebie for you guys. No homework. That's right. There might be an ad <laughs> around 20 minutes. And then I also signed up for something. Spotify, I guess, is just throwing in ads. And I was like, what's happening? Uh, so uh, I, I could pick topics I don't want them to do, but I can't pick. Like, they won't run it by me. They're like, Ooh. "You're, it'll be fine. It's going to be for banana pudding. And I'm like, I, I don't actually. That's fine. People don't mind banana pudding. But what if it's banana pudding? That's also white supremacist banana pudding. Like I like I, that's what I don't want. Yeah. Anyway, Nobody that's why I like that. to look into it. Nobody likes the white no. supremacy banana pudding. <laughs> no, you know why? Doesn't taste good. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about pudding or voting, except for to say you should do it. But Amy Holzauer, you enjoy uh, the television program Friends. Yes, yes, I love Friends. Um, I did not watch it the first run very much. I was too young. I didn't watch it the first uh, run because I was out all the time. But when it went into syndication, it went into syndication hard. Yeah. You could pretty much turn on the TV at any time and it would be on TBS. Um, now I USA. think it's the CW, I think, ran it for a little bit. Sure. Just regular local channels would mm-hmm. run it like twice a day at like 5 and 11. I mean, it was like an old timey syndication, Friends was. Those guys, I hope, bought land, I assume, <laughs> with their syndication money. Uh, those of you who have not seen Friends, this is set in New York City. It is a sitcom. It's uh, it barely holds up as far as if you were to want to pick it apart, 
Easy to do. Mm-hmm. We're not here to do that. We're here to celebrate it. Uh, so uh, pick it apart on your own time. There's other podcasts. <laughs> Carmen Morales has one where she hates on things. Anyway, so, but I will say this, is that there's five of them? There's yeah, six of three them. Women. There's six of them. How could I have forgotten? That's anyway, okay. who is there? There's uh, there's three men, three women, and um, they are all interconnected in one way or another. Um, and then they just keep getting intertwined as the seasons go on, um, mainly because um, there's really nobody else that's, you know, that they're friends with, apparently. Really? It's just called Friends, <laughs> and it's about the six of them, and they have been friends how long have they been friends? They haven't really. I mean, you have Monica and Ross who are siblings. Yep. So they were like, you know, toddler type friends starting. Right. Um, right. They're hating forced. each other, however it works. Um, and then um, Chandler and Ross were friends in college. They met freshman okay. year in college. And at the same, around that same time, Chandler met Monica as well. Because, you know, brother, sister mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. thing. Right. And um, Rachel and Monica were friends when they were kids. Like high school. Uh, they, they knew each other in junior high. Yeah. High school, right? Yeah. They talked to, they talked at one point about um, how when they were younger, they were uh, when Rachel and Monica were younger, they um, played like wedding. So they had a picture of them. (laughs) Um, One of them was Wonder Woman and one of them was a bride. And Monica was the bride and she was also the bride in that um, season as well. So they talked about that. Oh, oh my God. Right. Okay. So uh, how did Chandler and Joey meet? Chandler was looking for... Craigslist? Yeah. I mean, Craigslist in the 90s, right? I think that's what they called a bulletin board. If I remember. Okay. Right, right regular the <laughs> newspaper when you would look up to see who needed a roommate mm-hmm. or a ride or you know some magazines yeah whatever yeah right. <laughs> um but they uh ended up um he needed a roommate his roommate kip moved out because his roommate got married and he interviewed a bunch of people um and joey actually ended up moving in he was chandler's second choice oh what Wait a minute. <laughs> who who was it? Do we do we find yes. I mean there must be an entire yes, Is this the do. episode? Is it called the one where we find out who his first choice was? It was called the one with the flashback. The guy's name was Eric. He was oh. a fashion photographer with a um sister who owned a house um on the beach that just happened to be a porn. Oh. Star. So Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, and Heckles, one of their neighbors, pretended that he was the roommate. It was a big thing, and Joey moved in. Oh, that's so funny. I don't remember. I thought I had seen them all. I have not seen the one with the flashback. I have. What season do you think that was? Early season? It was in season three. Always one of the best seasons with sitcoms, season three. Yeah, I love season three. Season three. Season three. It had the. It best stuff in it. You find out a lot of information about everyone. There's the best jokes. The best weird crap happens. Now, what about Phoebe? How does Phoebe get introduced into our into our crowd? Yeah, Phoebe's kind of an iffy one. Um, my dog's name is actually Phoebe as well. She's in this room. Okay. Um, so if she like comes Hello. here, it's just because for she those will of have you heard at home, her name. I'm right by my 
by my shoulder. If she comes up there, we'll just deal with it. Um, but um, she was somehow roommates with Monica. We think it was like a bulletin board thing. They never explained. As well. Yeah, they never really explained how she got into the fold. Do we know how they got these amazing uh, apartments in New York City? Is that ever addressed? Yes, in season three. In season three. Oh, again. Again, season three is where the magic happens. Um, So season three, they talk about um, how her apartment is actually her grandmother's apartment. And it's rent controlled. And that's Monica. Yeah, Monica. Uh, What my backstory is, what I think happened is they knew that there was going to be an apartment across the street sublet. And that's how Chandler ended up there. Like it was just kind of like, Hey, across from my grandma's is this apartment or across from Monica's is this apartment. Right. Okay. So Ross might've told Chandler. Yeah. And um, I think I just looked it up the other day, $7,000 a month is what Monica's apartment would go for today per month. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I know. So I have a friend, Jenny Bergman. She owns a toy store in the Upper West Side. Her gra- She lived in her grandmother's apartment from 1988 until probably five years ago, six years ago. And her rent was something like $1,800 a month. And it was a giant one-bedroom apartment up on 86th and Amsterdam. So I always, I get the, I get the grandma thing. I get that. That sort of legacy kind of uh, mm-hmm. nonsense. But her grandmother didn't own it. But Jenny Bergman did end up being bribed into moving so they could uh, um, knock down the wall and make it into a two bedroom so they could charge like something like 12 grand a month uh, may, or maybe seven grand because uh, seven grand feels light. Feels yeah. uh, like, do we know where did they live in the village? Yeah. Yep. They lived in the village. Right. Okay. Do you know that I never got the central perk joke until Phoebe got the central perk joke? <laughs> yep, yep. I'm not always all there, you guys. <laughs> yep. That that's uh, you know, but it's so it, the show sometimes even I've seen them all probably. Oh gosh, I don't even know how many times I've seen them all, and there's still some jokes that are just tucked right in there that you don't even realize it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, except for Central Perk, of course, was their um was their hangout. It was where what was what was the name of the uh the hangout in Three's Company? Do you remember that at all? The Regal Beagle seventies. The Regal Beagle. That's it. Regal Beagle. So Central Perk was the Regal Beagle of Friends. And uh so and then there was the very, very blonde, almost albino dude mm-hmm. who worked at the at the Central Perk. Uh, I forgot his name. His name is Gunther. He um, is in love with Rachel. And um, Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. most recently, he passed away in the last year or so. Oh, right, right. It was, uh, which is weird because he couldn't, I mean, it's getting younger every day, but I think he was 60. So, yeah. um, Okay. Well. Uh, so let's get into the in, into it. Are, you got some favorite episodes? I definitely have some favorite episodes. Um, I'd say my first favorite episode, um, the one thing that I like about Friends, I mean, I like a lot of things, but the one thing that really sticks out is there's, <laughs> there's never um, 
just one main thing going on. All the friends are doing something in every single episode, whether they're doing it together or separately. Um, but there's very few episodes where there's just one thing going on, um, which I really Wait, like. Aren't, the, aren't they famously, aren't there usually four plots, sort of like Seinfeld? Where everybody has something going on at least. Yeah, three or four. I'm not sure exactly. But okay. Three or four. There may not be four. It might be three. Okay. Um, and my first favorite one would be um the one where Ross and Rachel, you know. Um and that's, oh. that's a big one. Um Ross and Rachel go on a date. Um, it was right after they kind of realized they were one of them liked um, Ross really liked Rachel for like ever and ever and ever. And then right, right. They um, then sh- he ended up making this list um, about Rachel and his current girlfriend. And then Rachel found out and then they didn't go out. And then they finally went on this official date after, you know, they had gotten back together um, after she had found out how nice he was to her in high school. He had never known and or she had never known. So then they go on this date and they kiss for the first or they kiss, you know, after the date and she's freaked out by it and starts giggling in the middle of kissing. Not something right, you really want nervous. to happen. Yeah. Right, right. And blown out of proportion cuz sitcom, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What season is this? This is season 2. 2. Yeah, season 2. Um, yeah, <laughs> we also don't as adults we also don't eat breakfast with our friends every morning no no it's uh it is interesting <laughs> i would never uh, drive yeah. to my friend's house sit and eat for right, half an hour and then go to work right right it feels like a real pop-in situation <laughs> i mean they were right across the hall but yeah true true but phoebe does show up and ross does show up mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. breakfast and that is weird okay so that wait so they yeah i i vaguely remember the first time they have sex though does she say something about paolo no um she says something about paolo later when they're talking about um what their magic number is oh and what is what was the definition of the magic number um what how many people they had slept with Oh, I and see. What's magical that. about that? That feels like a randomly bad choice. Well, <laughs> there were these three guys that I thought were dumb, <laughs> but I was bored. Is that something? Uh, do I have to count them? That seems <laughs> extraordinary. Um, yeah, but I because I remember the the nine times. Didn't he say that he had done it nine times in that, a did night? Did you tell her about the time nine times? Yeah, that was in reference to him having sex with his ex-wife. <laughs> So she's like, I'm right. not going to brag about that. That was with Carol. That wasn't with me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, that is ridiculous. I thought that he had, didn't he have sex nine times, but it wasn't with Rachel? Yeah, it was with Carol. Yeah, his ex-wife. Okay, there we go. Right. So he's like, it still counts. <laughs> if I remember correctly, he was still pretty excited about it. Yeah, they end up um, having sex in the museum. Um, in the museum, oh. um, like in the planetarium. Um, I thought they had it in one of the dioramas because she stole one of the bones. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She stole one of the bones. I think she was like, I'm not sympathetic. And then she pulls out a box. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was actually that was like season. 
Yep, that was, I think that might have been another season three, because that was the one with uh, one of the Thanksgiving episodes. Okay, and uh, he was like, you're not sympathetic, and she's like, or or uh, sentimental. Yeah. And she's like, this is the this is a bone from the first time, and he's like, we have been looking for that. <laughs> we have people and, looking uh, for this. <laughs> That's like a million years old, and she's kind of like, here you go then. <laughs> it's been <laughs> under a bed in a shoebox. Right in a shoebox, yeah, I do vaguely, huh? Okay, so but the the one, so they so they go on a date. What was their first date? Real date? Um, their first real date was uh was at a movie with subtitles, and then they went back to their house or to Rachel's apartment, started kissing, then they giggled, uh, or she giggled, and then the next night is when they went out and they um. Scrogged in the uh, planetarium. Oh, there you go. And did it, did the, had the sexy times. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and then how many seasons were they together and it was okay? Like one, Yeah, right? only one, only one. Yeah. Because then it became just a big mess. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the producers must've panicked about it or something. But I thought that they were actually pretty funny episodes when they were together. Oh, yeah. They they actually did a lot um, with the characters and, like, the depth of, like, you know, them going out and their history. They really made it so, um, you know, they were good actors with it. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I liked, yeah, the I writing they was were pretty together. good. It was interesting. Yeah. But then, you know, yeah. it all crumbled. And then for, like, two seasons, they just, it was just nuts. They were at each other's. It was kind of. They were at each other's throats. Well, what else was going on during those seasons? Because I remember there was the whole. Was it a break? Wasn't it a break? Mm-hmm. I'm going to weigh in. I think it was a break. Me too. One hundred. They were on a break. One hundred percent on a on a fucking break. Mm-hmm. And I. And in the eleventh hour, quite honestly, I don't know how you feel about sex, but I just think, oh, it's just sex. It's not, I mean, as exciting as it is, as nice as whatever, it's not the most important part of any relationship to me, but clearly some people, Rachel or the people who wrote Rachel, Mm -hmm. uh, found it to be like imperative, like imperative that the monogamy go into some sort of weird, like Heathcliffian Wuthering Heights kind of moment. And that was a lot for me. That when, when all of a sudden he's dating the woman in Great Britain? Mm-hmm. Yep. He he dates someone um, that is um, in England. Um, they do like a long distance thing for like six weeks and then they get engaged and they're married for their, the wedding is four weeks after that. So it's like a 10 week courtship. That's nuts. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. That's so dumb. that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, but I do remember the wedding episodes, and those were pretty funny. Yeah, those were good. Um, the one the one in England was pretty funny. Um, when they when he says the wrong name, he says Rachel's name, obviously at the altar. Um, right, that was huge. But that was also when Monica and Chandler got together. Well, that's what I loved about it mm-hmm. is that that was when Monica and Chandler got together. I was psyched when Monica and Chandler got together. Um, it got yeah so. Uh, was it right after that that they started doing sort of the alternative dimension where Monica 
was wearing a fat suit yeah. and Chandler they had a job some, and they did they did one like alternative one and that was I can't think of what season it was but um they did have where Monica and Chandler you know got together anyway type of thing I think it was right before they got married um, okay. They talked like because they were they got together anyway. Um, Joey ended up, um, you know, really big um, Days of Our Lives star, which you know. What oh right, right. That was I always thought that that one was pretty funny too. Yeah. Because I I kind of I was like, that's actually hilarious that he was because his acting career is always so ridiculous. And uh, hey, I'm gonna let one of these dogs out. Okay. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. The Dork Forest is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, you guys. Sometimes I have racing thoughts. There's a committee meeting going on in my brain, and it will not stop. It's reading the minutes over and over again of everything going on in my life, and there's nothing to be done. So it keeps me up sometimes. It wakes me up. Uh, I have dreams that, by the way, are never a mystery, what I'm stressed out about, by the way. Do you ever find out that you're just trying to fall asleep and your brain suddenly won't stop talking? One great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through, right? Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. Essentially, someone to talk to is a great idea when the only input you're getting is yourself. I've done therapy. It's great. You just have to be honest. You have to, you're paying somebody, so you might as well. Uh, be as honest as possible. And BetterHelp helps, quite honestly, H-E-L-P. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. You get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash dork today and get 10% off your first month. That's all spelled better help, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash, dork, D-O-R-K. Now, let's get back into the show. Who let the dogs out? It was me. We're talking about the 90s. I'm here with Amy uh, Holtzauer, and I'm going to open this door just in case one of these dogs wants to go out. And I'm dressed for the part. I am wearing a pair of overalls with one strap on. (laughs) Ooh, the 90s live. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, you're doing that hobo thing (laughs) with the one strap. Nice work. Uh, So I will say this is that, um, yeah, when, so when Chandler, I was psyched when Chandler and, and, uh, I I used to watch it so much, by the way, uh, because it was just on all the time in the early 2000s. And I didn't, I was in the past and it was still new ones were being made. And I remember going to coffee with my friend, Anna Becker. And Anna Becker uh, would say, because I would tell her things from the show. And she's like, Jackie, it's almost like they're your friends. <laughs> and I was like, they kind of are my friends. I'm happy for them. I'm just, I just, I like what's happening. And she's like, are you watching what's happening now? And I was like, no, I'm just watching the syndication. And uh, she's like, it isn't great. There's, I mean, there's trouble with a lot of these relationships. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, I would say after like season, I would say season eight and on are not my favorites, but the early ones they're the best. They're really, really 
they're smartly written. These are not, I mean, there was, I have a, I had a friend at the time who was like, there's people who like Seinfeld and there's people who like friends and there's people who like early Albert Brooks and there's people who like late Albert Brooks. And those two things are connected. And I was like, I don't know why you're telling me this. I don't like Seinfeld. Seinfeld I thought was too mean, but I guess if I, if I watched friends now, I would probably think it was too mean, mm-hmm. but in retrospect, like there are scenes that just jump out to me, by the way, this might be my dorkman dorkdom, uh, Amy Holtzman, <laughs> uh, because remember when, uh, I think Rachel wants to learn to cook. And so she makes a trifle. The trifle. That's that's on my list. That is okay. Yep, the one where Ross got high. Okay, oh, no, tell me that the whole it. episode. No, I oh, lied. No. I lied. It is. I like that you have made <laughs> notes. It's the one where Ross got high. It is that one. Apologies. Yes. Okay. What um, what season was that? That was season six. That was when she told when Monica told her parents that she was dating Chandler and living with him. They did not know. So okay, and the reason they did not know was because Ross um, had told her parents or told her parents that he was a bad influence. He got him high in college. So, oh, so they didn't years. like Chandler. Mm-hmm. They never liked Chandler because he lied and said that 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 was why he got high. Mm-hmm. Chandler made him. Chandler actually he said that Chandler jumped out of his window during Thanksgiving break and was actually in his window in his house at home in on Long Island and jumped out after he you know smoked a joint in there. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, because Ross was just getting high. His parents caught him and he said that Chandler had been there mm-hmm. and had insisted that he get hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who plays who plays Ross and Monica's parents? Is it Morgan Fairchild? It no, is uh, Christina Pickles and Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. That's right. I don't know Christina Pickles, though. The name is amazing. Oh, um, and but Morgan Fairchild, I think, played Chandler's mom. Chandler's mom. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Um, okay. So, okay. So it's the, it's the beginning of the episode. Monica's like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell the parents that I'm seeing Chandler and Chandler's like, they don't like me and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So it comes out in that 22 minutes that the reason they don't like them. And so does Monica's, she's like, you have to tell them the truth, Mm -hmm. but he's the goat, but Ross is the golden child. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't want to create this illusion that he's human. Yes. Yes. So at the end of the episode, they actually go back and forth telling secrets. So he. Oh, right. They just tell the parents. They just start shouting things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Narking on each other yeah. like they're eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. What were some of the. Um. The hurricane didn't break the front porch swing. Monica did. Um, the mailman you got fired wasn't stealing your Playboys. Ross did it. Um, Ross got married to Rachel and got divorced again. Um, yeah, there was, those were the big ones. And then, um, and 
the mom was just like, that's a lot of information to get in 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know right. what to do with and I pr- Right. And I'm pretty sure that she knew about the swing set. <laughs> yeah. uh, was Is that what she yes. said? I vaguely remember her saying mm-hmm. that. Oh, my gosh. And then um, there was a lot of, I mean... They were trying, they were trying. I, re- I know that um, the producer, one of the producers or creators of Friends have recently come out and was like, I can't believe we didn't have any black people. Yep. There were no people of color. And Aisha Tyler, the only mm-hmm. uh, person of color that I, that was, she was Ross's girlfriend for uh, a couple of Ross episodes. Ross and I Joey's, think, maybe. yep. Joey's girlfriend oh, first. Oh, did she go out with Joey too? Yep, okay. Joey's girlfriend first. And then they realized they really didn't have anything in common. And then they, because she was a paleontologist and um, Joey, oh my God. you know, not. So the only time Aisha Tyler has been on the dork forest, go back and look at it. We both talk a mile a minute. And at one point I say to her, so what have you been doing since friends? <laughs> and she was on the talk at the time. She was doing Archer and she had uh, about nine careers going yeah. on. And uh, I, uh, I just thought she was a funny comic. I didn't know anything. <laughs> and someone had told me she had been on friends and I vaguely <laughs> remembered that. So as per usual, head up my ass anyway. So, but the, um, yeah. So, so, but one of the creators actually was like, we were nuts. And she said, mm-hmm. and we got defensive about it mm-hmm. when I, when we were called out in the moment, which was, she was like, I don't really, she was just mad with power, I guess. Or just like, uh, literally there's this whole thing with white people. Hi, yeah. I'm white. Uh, where, uh, Amy Holt, Holtzauer, also mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, it turns out you're in a fishbowl and you have to fucking get your head out of water for a second to stop looking at your own castle. Mm-hmm. So uh, for some reason, civilization moves very slowly and uh, you can, all you can do is learn yep. and go forward. Yep. So, but I did love, I, uh, okay. So when they do the flashback, when, uh, there's uh, there's another there's another episode. This might be on your list as well. Uh, remember the episode where Chandler is writes an Archie. Yes, that and was one of the alternative universe ones. Why do I keep doing this? I keep doing the bunny ears. It's quote, well, guys. it's well because it's quotes. Alternative universe in quotes. Go to the YouTube channel. You'll get to see Amy and I do bunny ears. <laughs> So show because Joey doesn't know what this means. Oh, that's right. Wait a minute. Why doesn't he know what that means? When when was that? <laughs> he's he's just like that was I an don't early know what episode. This <laughs> but yes, then, he does write for Archie Comics in one of the what could have been episodes. Right. He Jughead uh, has a butler. And somebody wants a malt with no lumps, mm-hmm. and um, and he's wearing he's wearing Joey's jeans, yeah. and uh, to wear them in or something. There's a lot yeah. of, I mean, the the trifle episode. Wait, that was the one. That was the one where they tell. Yep, that's the parents, where they tell. right? Um, that's also the one where Phoebe. Um, has been having um, fantasies and dreams about Jack Geller, Elliot Gould. Who's Jack Geller? 
Um, oh, the dad. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, look at him over there drinking his condensed milk from a kid. <laughs> and Rachel, it says something like, um, I just know. And she's like, oh, yeah, Jack Geller, dream hunk. And oh, my Rachel God. Goes, yeah, I just know him as Jack Geller comes in while you're changing. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and. Oh, so, oh my God! Hilarious. And um, so, why does Rachel make the trifle shepherd's pie mix? Why does she do it? Because the pages were stuck together. Right, but I I can't remember why she's cooking at all. I because think Monica's she, the cook. She just wanted to. I think so. I okay. think she just wanted to. Um, I actually did something very similar in my personal life, um, in which <laughs> I um made um. I made it what I thought was a cake and I had made it before. There was like this cake bar mix type thing. And I was really proud of it. And I wanted to bring it to my brother and sister-in-laws. We had just moved um, to the city we're in now. And I kind of wanted to impress them. And uh, I followed two different recipes without realizing it and made cake soup. And that was about 15 years ago. Um, They let me bring dessert now. Um, but it was a while, it was a while, and it literally was, and I was like, this is my trifle, this is my trifle. That's your trifle, and the fact that Joey was like, this is everything I want, it's got (laughs) potatoes and meat and then cake and then icing and then sugar, and you're like, strawberries, and then he takes a giant bite of it. Yep, peas, carrots, Peas and carrots. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was like. Beef. (laughs) It's like that thing. Okay, we got another favorite episode? Um, yes, I do. Um, I also loved um the one with the dirty girl. Um, that's the one um with Rebecca Romaine O'Connell. She was just Rebecca Rom- she was Rebecca Romaine Stamos then. She is also a paleontologist that Ross okay. dates. Um Ross goes back to her apartment and she um has a very awfully dirty apartment. Um, there is oh. um, garbage and clothes, and she lost her hamster somewhere in the apartment. And it's so filthy, but he's like, she's so hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that's the entire conversation that he's trying to have with like Joey. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you got to put like- in the mess. And they flash to him like on like, they're making out on her couch on like a pile of just like swill. And he, he like pulls out a slice of bologna and is like throwing that around and on chips and all kinds of stuff. Oh. And she won't go to his house because his house has a weird smell. Oh no. <laughs> so they- oh no. <laughs> That see, that's why they compared it to Seinfeld because that's one of those quirky kind of mm-hmm. storylines that would happen in Seinfeld. Except for I like how they did it better in Friends. It's like there's there there seemed to be a slightly more humanity, mm-hmm. though of course everybody was all pretty self absorbed. Sitcoms. This is not where we're looking to build. We're not building characters, you guys. Um, so, what uh, what do you think of the character of Phoebe? One of my faves. Yeah. I like them all, but I just, no? I love Phoebe. I, I like, the only character that I really didn't care for is is Ross. I really don't care for Ross. Well, he kind of went off the deep end, and it was not charming. No. 
No, he was like, an they ass didn't write for it. most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say the moist maker, I still reference <laughs> that sandwich. <laughs> Because I think it's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. It's a turkey. It's a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich, you guys. So it's bread, turkey, stuffing, cranberry, all put together on a sandwich. And then the gravy. To, and it, it keeps it moist. Yep. And um, somebody ate. And then but somebody ate it at work, but only ate half of it. <laughs> and he loses his fucking mind mm-hmm. and it's hilarious needs to be medicated but because he's so upset he ended up being he had a lot of rage oh was he yeah had a lot of rage he really did have, he did have a lot of rage i think it's because what let, let's talk about these people like they're real uh okay. i think it was because and uh it was because he was treated as such a perfect uh young man mm-hmm. was it, uh, by his by his like his monica she like, remember that closet that you couldn't go in because that's where she kept all of her shame? Yes. Like all the extra things off the kitchen. You were like, I've never seen that door on this set before. But there it is. They've put a new door on the set. Yes. So that there could be something behind that door. And Chandler's like, what's in that closet? Can I have that closet? And no. she's like, you can't. No. no. Don't open that closet. No, there's stuff in there. But all of Ross's garbage is just out in the open. Yeah, I mean, right, right. All of his emotional, his emotional, yeah, you know, terribleness is all out in the open. Um, I do coming back to Phoebe though. I like Phoebe. Um, I think she's very, ex, uh, you know, she's supposed to be the eccentric friend. I think in my mind, she has more outside friends and a more outside life than maybe the other friends do. Than any of them do. Yeah. Like I think early days, Monica had there were some work friends. And then for some reason, John Favreau played her boyfriend, mm-hmm. the billionaire or yep. whatever, that, yep. who wanted to go into MMA. <laughs> yep. And was uh, not good at it. Was not good. So weird. Uh, but Phoebe, of course, was a spinoff character from Mad About You. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, they were in the same universe. Yep. Seinfeld. Mad about you and friends were all in the same universe. Um, Phoebe, I think it was sister. Kramer's. Oh, go ahead. Phoebe's sister was in Mad About You. Yeah. Uh, Kramer's apartment was um, Rob Ra- Ron, uh, Paul Reiser's uh, old apartment. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was Kramer's apartment, and then Phoebe's sister was the waitress at their favorite restaurant. But she was a mess. And then Phoebe shows up with one crossover. And, but that was all there. I don't think that there was, was there any other crossover to your knowledge? No. Paul Reiser, Helen Hunt, uh, any of the Seinfeld? One time that um, Fran and um, Jamie came into Central Perk and they had asked Phoebe for, um, Phoebe for, you know, some coffee. And she was like, oh yeah, go get it at the counter. But that was uh, no like permanence at all. Who are Fran? <laughs> who are fr- who's Fran? Isn't Fran the name of Jamie's friend on uh, Mad About You? Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt or uh, the other one. I don't know. I don't know where. Wait, does Helen Hunt and her friend come into the Central Park? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh my God, I kind of need to look that up. 
Because that, I kind of, all right, I'm going to look that up. Uh, Hel- remember, Helen Hunt was beloved in the early 2000s yes. until she was on too many things. I think the final straw might have been Twister, but might not have been. And, uh, yes. I I always, I liked that Phoebe was a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, when Paolo hit on her on the table. Yeah. That was fascinating. That felt like. You know, did she end up telling Rachel? Yes. Yes. She told Rachel, um, like that day, later that day, she told her and, okay, you know, urged her to, you know, make a good decision. Yeah. 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 But there's some, sometimes she mentions stuff like, um, she grew up on a barge. Um, right. She, you know, she had a barrel to play with on the barge. Uh, you <laughs> I know, do not remember that. Weird stuff. Um, claimed that she lived in Prague at one point. Um, so okay. I think some of her Have stuff we- is kind of, I think she might be fibbing a little bit, but I think she likes to get a rise out of people. So that's why she says stuff. She'll just throw stuff in. Do we ever, do we ever meet her, her parents, Phoebe's parents? No. Um. You meet um her mother. Um, committed suicide when she was 13. Her stepdad's oh in prison. Her real oh. dad is Frank Sr., Frank Buffet Sr., and you meet him in one episode. Um, he, like, ran off when her and Ursula were babies. Um, and you okay. meet him um, in an episode where her grandmother dies and Frank shows up. Okay, so her dad, Frank Sr., shows up because there is a Frank Jr. Yep, there's a Frank Jr. And there's a Frank Jr. Jr. Frank's kid. Oh, no. He named him Frank <laughs> Jr. You also meet um, Phoebe's birth mother um, because she thought that her mother, Lily, was her mother. She goes to find her mom's friend, and it turns out that um, her mom's friend was actually her birth mother. So you meet her. Oh, too. Oh, that's fascinating. That's right. I vaguely remember that. And I remember uh, one time when Ursula was like, you have to cover. She was date. Ursula was dating Joey. Yeah. Yeah. And that was whenever Ursula was introduced, I didn't enjoy it because I didn't like Ursula. Mm-mm. We were, I wasn't supposed to. So success. Well done. <laughs> uh, so way to go writers. Well played. Uh, so, um, but so. Joey, so here's what happens. Around season seven, I think, or eight. How many seasons were there? Eleven? Ten. 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 So when people started getting pregnant, I was out. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when, uh, I think it was Phoebe carrying her brother's baby. Um, in vitro, obviously. Yes, yes. Obviously. This is primetime NBC channel. <laughs> Um, and then when Rachel got pregnant and then didn't, did Monica ever get pregnant? I never watched. No, Monica did not get pregnant. She tried to get pregnant. They found out that she had an inhospitable uterus and Chandler had slow swimmers. (laughs) So they decided to adopt and, um, their, um, birth mother, um, or was, um, Anna Ferris. So that was one of Anna oh, Ferris's okay. first roles. 
She played um, wow. girl from Ohio, and they had twins in the last episode. So, oh, okay, um, yeah, you know the normal. Sitcom, How was? Let's have twins, or let's do a big, you know, baby thing at the end. I don't get it. Yeah, so right, right. There's always a last episode problem, and you're like, I would prefer it just be a normal episode, mm-hmm. and then everyone is told, "Yeah, you're done." <laughs> uh, I just finished watching uh, a, a mystery series. And the last episode, they didn't know it was going to be the last episode. It was great. I think they didn't know awesome. it was going to be the last episode. It was a mystery novel called Foil's War. Hmm. And uh, my husband, he goes away. And uh, <laughs> so, the uh, but Foil's War just ends. It's after the war, first of all. And uh, and so the, the characters, there's sort of a big a big thing happens. I don't want to give it away, obviously, because it's a, a really cool mystery show. Um, but literally, you could see them going on and having more shows, but they don't. Mm. <laughs> it just ends in 2015. And that's kind of what I kind of would want from, from that, mm-hmm. you know? So do uh, you got another episode or oh, yeah. I don't know? Yeah. I mean, I, there's only 239 yeah. of them, Jackie. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God, that's they, they lap themselves in syndication. Well done. Um, so one, one of the um, one of the episodes that was a little bit later, um, the one with Joey's new brain. Um, this is where he first calls Days of Our Lives. He abbreviates it dual. D-O-L. Oh. <laughs> wait a minute. But it's always, hasn't it always, wait, did they invent that maybe? I don't know. They might have invented it. I thought I, that was well, pretty funny. D-O-O-L, Days of Our Lives. I thought that the yeah. abbreviation was fantastic. <laughs> I think, I don't know that that was, that might have been the days. I mean, we just called it days in college. But Duel, I do remember when that, that might, he might, they might have invented that, friends. Because Y&R and B&B, Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful. So they're using letters. Everyone yeah. just calls it Y&R and B&B. So maybe they Duel. Hilarious. Yeah. So, okay. So they, new so brain. he gets a new brain. He's out of a coma. He gets a new brain. Um. <laughs> oh. oh, is it alternative universe no, one where he's it's, on, on, it's supposed to be on Days of Our Lives. So on Days of Our Lives, he's in a coma. He gets a new brain. Um, the new brain comes from the Susan Sarandon's character. Um, I wish they oh would have done God. a little bit more with like Days of Our Lives. They have a couple of like clips where they'll show people from Days of Our Lives, but but not a bunch. Like John will be on there every once in a while, but. No, there's no Stefano Demera on Friends at all. Well, and that's just a, they're just leaving money on the table there. <laughs> did uh did, did do you did you watch Duel? Did you watch Days of Our Lives? I actually did. Um but not I mean I did a lot during the summers. Um my father right, actually right. watched it. Um he it got to the point where um him and his office mates would watch it on their lunch breaks. Bunch of dudes. Awesome. Yep. They would watch dudes just checking out. Yep. Yep. He worked. Well, I'm telling you, Patch, he, you know, that's, uh, that was my big heartthrob. And, and, uh, (laughs) I remember I loving Patch in uh, college and then he, you know, everybody, everybody's 107 years old now, Mm -hmm. but let me tell you, 
at one point everyone was 32 and yeah. it was, uh, and, and you're all, it might be the best year. You guys look into it. If you're 32 and you're listening out there, <laughs> own it, get, get some action. It's not going to get any better. So I, I do a summer th- with, you know, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just was going to ask if you knew, was there any crossover onto days of our lives? Did, uh, the guy who plays Joey, was he ever on Days of Our Lives? I don't think so. I don't think so. But there, let me. The I think it's a different contract. Yeah, well, I think it's a different contract. I don't think it would have been a SAG because there's no residuals uh, for um, those with for for soap operas, oh. daytime so so soaps don't get residuals, to my knowledge, uh, because they they were meant to never re-air. Yeah, but I think that there might be channels on like. Pluto and Sling and Tubi that are just showing like OG days of our lives from 1970. I would love to see some Bo and Hope again, you know, back in the day. I mean, General Hospital, (laughs) you know, when you Luke and Laura back when it was okay to fall in love with your rapist. Come on. Uh, Um, (laughs) uh, It's not good. Yeah. So, okay. So that was, so, so he gets a new brain, new brain from Susan Sarandon. Yes. <laughs> so Joey got a new brain, um, on, on a duel. And he also, of course, slept with Susan Sarandon, um, after they, after rehearsal. Um, sure. Cause that's what you do. Um, right. And she, he, Matt LeBlanc, is it Matt LeBlanc? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I wonder if he actually slept with Susan Sarandon. I think she was interested in young men, younger men. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think we might have started a rumor about 20 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's also the episode where Ross um, plays the bagpipes. What? Yes. Ross, I do not remember this. Ross played the bagpipes. Um, it was only for that episode. He was going to play it for Ross or for um Monica and Chandler's wedding. Um, that's was gonna be his performance, and it was celebrate by cool and the gang on the bagpipes. <laughs> that couldn't be a more Ross offering. <laughs> um Remember his, he used to have a, a Casio, like he had a little keyboard that he would sometimes bring out mm-hmm. and the sound trouble there. Yeah. Yeah. The sound. He was also into ka- karate, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yep, he did a lot of karate. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had a lot of, a lot of interesting hobbies. Um, and a lot of them thankfully didn't last, but yeah, they told him he couldn't play um, at the wedding. And then um, the last scene, you're, um, he's playing it um, in the girl's apartment, and um, they he tells them all to sing along, and that's when Phoebe starts making just terrible screeching noises along with the bagpipes. <laughs> it was one of the funnier parts oh. of the show. I, I can't... Wait, Phoebe... Uh, a mute... Stinky cat... What was this? What was the? There's Smelly Cat. Yep. Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat. Yep. That was her hit. (laughs) And the man wanted it. Right. For a, for like a cat, for a, for a, um. Cat litter company, I think. Yep. Wanted it. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, they did. They wanted her to sell out. Yeah, so and she Phoebe did was that. Like, um, she did a, a couple of other songs that you didn't hear the whole um, song. Smelly Cat, you would hear the whole thing, um, or most of the song, because it was in a couple of different episodes. Um, but, yeah. like, Ode to a Pubic Hair, you didn't hear a lot of that. You heard that one. <laughs> Um, you heard um, the shampoo song, the lather, rinse, repeat. You only heard that once. Oh, you know, okay. So some right. of them, she just, they weren't big hits. No, no. She, Smelly Cat was her big hit. That was the one. But she would play. I remember them coming in and it was just her playing in the corner of Central Park. Just trying to bring it. Yep. And uh, never... It never being a thing. No. But she was always dating somebody like, like the, the parade of gentlemen that she dated. Was there, was there a long distance relationship or somebody who was like a pilot or she I forget dated, the people that she um, dated. She always had dudes coming in and out of her life. Um, she had a Navy, um, a Navy guy um, named Ryan that was played by Charlie Sheen. And he would come in and out, but he was only in one episode. But, you know, she had said that he had, you know, come in and out um, of the of her life. Um, She dated a guy, um, David. He was the scientist guy. He moved to Minsk and then came back a couple times. um, Oh, right. He was the guy who moved to Minsk. Yep. Hank Azaria, I believe, was the. Was that act? Was that, yes. that played him? Yep. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And then um, she also was always—I mean, she was always dating someone. It seemed like she right. was at, out of everyone, she was the most successful. Um, never one type right. of guy. Like you know, if we're talking about her as a yeah. real person, never one type of guy. She would be dating, um, you know, a a guy that was maybe a scientist and then the next week she'd be dating a kindergarten teacher or some jock guy. Right. I mean, just no type. She had no type. Just dude. Do you, do you, do you remember the episode where they go out to dinner and they decide that I, I ordered a leaf? It was like this. They split the check. They're like, let's just split it by six. <laughs> yeah. yep. It was, uh, I famously tell this story. I went out to, uh, to dinner with Aisha Tyler also on Friends, uh, and Judy Gold, and Sue Costello, and Maria Bamford, and myself. So the five of us go out to dinner in in, uh, Montreal, 2003, maybe, 2002. And I remember, I don't know if I had seen the episode of Friends, or if I had not seen the episode of Friends. I don't think I had seen it yet, because when I saw it, it resonated so hard with me. Uh, We were sitting at, at dinner, I knew that I was going to spend a hundred dollars because I wanted a fancy meal. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting next to Aisha who I love dearly. And she was like, I'm thinking of getting like a big thing for the table. And I was like, okay, like when you order a big thing from the table, you pay for the big thing for the table. And so she got like this tower of fruit and I got a lobster. She got a lobster. Uh, Judy gold ordered a bottle of wine. Uh, Maria Bamford ordered a Caesar salad that she did not finish and a Diet Coke. And Sue Costello ordered something comparable to that Caesar salad. The bill comes. Um, the 
people recognize Aisha Tyler because she's famous from, I believe, from Friends. And, um, and from probably any number of things. She was a model, for Christ's sake, Jen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, the, uh, the bill comes, and I think it was Judy, it might have been, it was one of the two of them who I love them both, quite honestly, Judy Gold, uh, says, well, let's just split it by five. Maria, by the way, has already had to leave to go do a set. So now, and Maria said, will you cover me? Yeah. And I'm like, sure, of course. So the bill comes and it's $500. And so I have to throw in $200. (laughs) And Sue Costello the two of them, Judy and Aisha, get into another. They're going to do a show. They take the bottle of wine with them. I guess that's okay. And Sue Costello and I get into a van. And as we're getting into the van, she was like, I can't believe we just split that bill. And I said, can you believe that I just paid $200 because uh, I'm covering Maria? And she was like, I can't believe you didn't say anything. You're more obnoxious than I am. <laughs> and I said, and I quote, not a jury in the world would say that, Sue Costello. Uh, I don't know if you know Sue Costello. She used to short-lived uh, sitcom in the 80s or 90s and set in Boston. And um, What was it called? I have told that story. I, I think it was called Costello. Hmm. I have to look it up. It was about being Italian in Boston. Hmm. That story, I don't know why I told it again, but there it is. And um, But I've told it to Judy Gold and Aisha Tyler. Uh, and that is all, but, uh, it is, um, when I saw that episode where they split the check, I was like, oh, I felt so hard for Rachel and Joey and Phoebe because they didn't order anything. No, no. They had like a, a Thai pizza appetizer and a soup and she, they go, what would you, I would like a side salad. Rachel said, I'd like a side salad. And the waiter goes on the side of what? She goes, just put it by my water. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Okay. So you have approximately 10 minutes. Okay. So tell me. So should we talk about, should we talk about the, uh, we could talk about the guest stars or we could talk about the, uh, the weird, the weird stuff and the fun stuff. The weird Fun stuff. The weird fun kind of. stuff. Yeah. I have some weird I won't fun know who stuff. the stars are anyway. So yeah, let's hear it. Some of the weird fun stuff. Um Chandler and Joey, uh for a while had a chicken a duck as pets in their apartment in New York City. That's right. That's right. That was weird, right? Yes, that was very weird. Um then they just kind of phased him out after that season. Um <laughs> Because, you know, they probably went to go live on a farm somewhere. Um, Right. But (laughs) they were phased out. That was just always kind of weird. Um, But, you know, just thinking of the logistics of it, you know. Introduced into the plot. Very weird. Yeah. Yep. They called the chick um, Yasmin after Yasmin Bleeth on Baywatch. That's right. You know, different kind of chick. Um. So um, the other thing that we talked about, um, Phoebe singing, um, there was a guy that they used to watch across the street from them um, in another apartment, and they called him Ugly Naked Guy, and he would do all kinds of stuff right. in his apartment naked. 
naked. Right. And didn't Ross get that apartment? He sure did. Didn't he get Ugly Naked Guy's apartment yes. in, the, in the end? Yes, he did. He did get Ugly Naked Guy's apartment. Um, I want to say in season six he moved in, um, season five or six. Um, and the way he got it was um, they urged him instead of getting him, you know, stuff, maybe just find out what he's into And the only thing that they really knew what he was into um, that he kind of stuck with all these years of watching him was just being naked and hanging out. So Ross got naked with Ugly Naked Guy and got an apartment sublet out of it. So (laughs) I have to tell you that in 2000, 2000, I think it was, that's when that episode, I think, came out or that's when I saw that episode because I lived in a very large studio apartment with my friend Jennifer and there was a woman who used to get naked down uh, that we could see. And um, I would have friends over and we would all just line up on the bal- balustrade and watch her masturbate oh. uh, down on the first floor just twice. But it was two times more than I think I needed to see it because I was like, yeah, that's what she's doing. And mm. I'm going to go back in. And Brian and Brandon Gannon were like, we're not going in. We're going to we're going to watch this to its completion. And, and maybe Jim Wooster can't remember. And, uh, but I remember, I think, uh, I was like, well, I thought we were going to watch Chinatown, uh, which is a weird, uh, I, I believe we watched Chinatown one time when she was doing that, which is a creepy, creepy movie that I did not enjoy, but we were trying to be artistic hmm. now. Um, remember the, the, when, when Joey moved out and Chandler got the saving private Ryan guy, Yes, I believe it's Adam. Who had the gold? Yeah, Adam Gold. One of the Adam Goldbergs. I don't know if it's the F or the no F Goldberg. Right. The Goldbergs. (laughs) Right. And then I got to meet him because I was on a show on VH1 called The List. And he was one of the guests uh, with me. And I was like, oh, my God, you're Adam Goldberg from uh, from uh, from Friends. And he was like, yeah, I was just in Saving Private Ryan. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, but I really thought you were nuts and awesome in friends. He was nuts. Yep. You said the little goldfish. Perfect example. Puts a goldfish in a tank and is like, there's my buddy. (laughs) It was a cracker goldfish, not a real goldfish. I guess I should have noted that. (laughs) The way I explained it. What else you got for weird stuff? Um, you know, I they always bring up Ross's three divorces. Ross got divorced right. three times. He got divorced from his um first wife, Carol. Um, and then which he has a son with, and then um he got divorced from Emily. They were only married for a short time because he said Rachel at the altar. And then mm-hmm. him and Rachel got drunk in Las Vegas, got married. Um, and he could have gotten it annulled. He did not. He waited too long. And then they ended up having to get a divorce. That's it. Three divorces. Three divorces. Yep. So anytime what he's going got? out on a date or anything, um, or they're picking on who he's dating, they'll say something like, does she have a wedding dress? Um. <laughs> what, my dad got married the third time. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm not inviting you guys to the wedding. And my sister said, Dad, I don't go to anyone's third wedding. <laughs> and uh, I think she was right. She was right to say it. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. What else? What else you got? Uh, Marcel the monkey. Oh my god! In this show, in the first, so weird. Yeah. Like just a hail mary, weird ass monkey. Yeah. I mean, I have a dog and a cat, right? And a lot goes into you know having animals, but. I might just be a weird middle-aged lady, but my thought is, where are these animals doing their business? You're not going to oh, yeah. oh, yeah. take a duck in on New the York. street of New York, and it's not going to be on a schedule. No? No, well, you're going to need a crate. Yeah. Yep. Weird. Weird. Um, Ross also, um, the, one of the more disgusting portions of uh, Friends is when he tried to kiss his cousin. Um, one of uh, his cousins came to visit and he um, tried to kiss her. Uh, that was weird. Uh, yeah. 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 That was just weird and gross. Um, <laughs> Ross also dated a student. Um, oh, right. That yeah. was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a college student, but still, he was a professor. Not cool. Not cool. And that was that was first or second season, right? Or That was, I think, the sixth or seventh season. Um, oh, okay. The dad, was, um, the dad of Elizabeth was Bruce Willis. Paul. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. Yep. Yep. So um, that was that was inappropriate. Um, and Rachel was also pregnant for a very long time um, <laughs> for like ever because right. I, one time I did the math and, you know, COVID was tough for all of us. So I did the math and it yeah. turns out that, um, she should have gotten pregnant sometime around the beginning of April. Um, and she didn't have the baby again, like until like 15 months later. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, that's the gestation of a, of one of the elephants, yeah. uh, 15 months. Uh, that's uh, too long. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Those are weird. Yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff doesn't hold up and some of it's just weird, mm-hmm. but I liked it. I liked the show. You like the show. Yep. Love the show. This has been the dork forest, by the way, we're at an hour Woo! and, uh, oh yeah, we did it. We did it, Amy Holzhauer. Dreams, um, dreams do come true, people. <laughs> dreams do come true. Right. Attainable goal, Rangers. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing the show, Amy. Thank and you Rangers, me. you know the rules out there. Uh, take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?